It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from the first one with DJ Khaled, a new podcast only available on Amazon Music. What's up, y'all? This is DJ Khaled, and this is the first one. I talk to the most iconic artists on the planet about songs that didn't change the game, but changed their life. We hear from all the A-list music stars like J Balvin, Nas, and Kelly Rowland, who tell their stories about the first hits that took them to being overlooked to being overbooked. Join me every Thursday, only on Amazon Music. Thanks for coming in, Mr. Mahoney. Do you have your member ID card? Yep, I have it right here in the FEP Blue app. See? Great. It's awesome. The app can also help me find a provider and keep tabs on my deductibles. Okay, can I... Oh, yeah, and my out-of-pocket spending and visit limits, and I can call the nurse line. I'm really glad it does all that, but I only need to see your member ID card. Oh, that's it? Why didn't you say so? Fearless is just one tap away. With the new FEP Blue app from Blue Cross and Blue Shield, you can access your health benefits on the go. Download it now at fepblue.org slash app. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. Great to have you in. A lot to discuss and get to. On Twitter, at James Erpine, at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe on iTunes, audioboom.com. Also, the iHeartRadio app, you're going to hear from Sam Munson, Pro Football Focus on Carl Lawson, Andre Smith, the tackle rotation, Darquez Denard, and Andy Dalton in this show. So you get a little po- uh, Pro Football Focus reaction, conversation, and more. Um, I-, I want to start today. Yesterday, I hit on John Ross. He returned to practice, and it could be a big deal. But let's be honest, even I'm the biggest John Ross fan. I, we, you can't rely on John Ross this weekend. You can't rely on John Ross to beat the Steelers. You can't bank on John Ross being able to play. Here's what I do know. The Bengals are going to have to find a way to, one, hit Ben Roethlisberger, and then hit him again, and then hit him again, and then hit him again. And then they're going to have to find a way to stop the running game and Le'Veon Bell. And that starts with Vontez Perfect. And I was thinking about it, and I host a show every day on ESPN 1530 called Cincy 360 from noon to one. And Mo Egger is my co-host, and we discussed Vontez Perfect. And we dove into Mike Mitchell, and Mike Mitchell's a dirty mf'er, like he just is. Um, and his reputation across the league isn't as bad, at least. He doesn't have the perfect rules, as I call them, that the NFL has given Vontez Perfect. So this Sunday, it's going to be... Interesting because, one, if Ross plays, I don't want Mike Mitchell anywhere near him. Seriously, I don't want him anywhere near him. Two, I don't want Mike Mitchell near A.J. Green or Joe Mixon or anybody else. And then the second thing, let's flip it. Let's look at Vontez Perfect. This is the first time, because I think we can all agree that the, the hit on the fullback from Kansas City that got him suspended for three games wasn't dirty. It wasn't dirty, and... I've called Perfect dirty. He's not my biggest fan, and I think he's got that dirty reputation. Absolutely. All of that stuff is stuff he, that he's done to himself. But that hit was not dirty. And since that, Perfect certainly has been okay. Last year, I thought Perfect, he, I think he had one personal foul penalty. But outside of that, he's been fine. Vontez Perfect's going to be tested 
very like this will be his toughest test maybe post recovery from dirty play perfect right he's going to be at Heinz Field a huge game against the defending AFC North champions against the Big Brother Steelers against the team that's first in the division against the team that's going to be running the ball at Vontez Perfect a lot how does Perfect respond is he going to just play his game, rack up 15 tackles, be a big reason why the Bengals stop Le'Veon Bell? I could see that storyline. Not get any penalties, not do anything out of out of his head. You know, not not use his head in any way, not do any dirty plays, not step on anybody. Nothing. Is, is he going to avoid all that? Because if he avoids all that, then we're talking about a top five linebacker in the NFL minimum that knows how to control the the dirty part of him from a couple years ago. And has done it in, in the, the craziest environment because you know those Steeler fans are going to go after Perfect. Players are going to talk trash to Perfect. They're going to try to get him to do something stupid, to draw a penalty flag. So if you're Vontez Perfect, this is the ultimate test. And if you're the Bengals and if you're a fan, this is the ultimate test for your best defensive player. And that is something worth watching. That is something worth discussing. That is something I can't wait to see. How we react. Because Mo mentioned this. We we look at Perfect the same way we look at Eifert. Anytime it, it becomes a hit, there's a hit, you're like, oh, God, was that dirty? Like with Eifert, it's like, oh, God, is he okay? Right? Every time Eifert gets hit, you're, you're worried about his health. Every time Vontez delivers a hit, you're worried it's dirty. So I think Sunday's a test for the Bengals. It's a test for Vontez Perfect. And man, that defense, if Perfect is playing with his head on straight, that defense can shut down. I, I fully believe their potential is that they'll be able to lock down that Steelers offense, hold him under 20. And if you're holding that Steelers offense under 20, you're doing a pretty good job. That's all you can ask for. Offense is going to have to score 20. You might say that's be asking too much against a team that the defense that went to Kansas City and shut them down, but that's the bottom line if you ask me. It is 20 points in any NFL game. That's it. That's that's what you got to try to get, especially on the road. And we're going to discuss a bunch of stuff. You're going to hear from Sam Munson, Pro Football Focus, in just a second. But first, a word from my bookie because I didn't have the best week, by the way, last week. But my bookie is the best place to bet. If you're betting on any kind of sport, they've been in the business for years. Their reputation is rock solid. And I love their mobile site. I'm serious. I love it. Love, love, love their mobile site. It's really convenient. If you need to cash out, because I've hit on parlays. You've heard me discuss this in recent weeks. Hit on parlays a couple weeks ago. I'm getting that cash out. They have the fastest payouts. It only takes two business days. So by Wednesday, I had my cash that I won on Sunday. You know who's going to win? Lay down some cash. Win big with mybookie.ag. I'm only going to recommend it. If it treats me well, it has. It'll treat you well as well. They have in-game betting. Well, I haven't even. I need to try the in-game betting because that's really interesting. Because in mid-game, the line switch and stuff, so you could try that out. You have live betting, rewarding player perks, all new mobile site that I already mentioned. Really great stuff from my bookie. Join now. My bookie's going to match your deposit with up to a hundred percent bonus. How do you get that bonus? Simple. Use promo code L O Bengals. That's L O B E N G A L S. Promo code L O Bengals. Visit mybookie.ag today. Promo code LOBENGALS is going to get you up to 100% bonus. You play, you win, you get paid at mybookie. And man, oh man, I saw the line. Six points. 
Steelers are six points fa- six point favorites. At least that's what I saw when I looked yesterday. That's that's one where I take the Bengals. I I, I want the points, and good luck. I just think it's going to be a low scoring game. Like I don't see either team getting over twenty five, even if it's a high scoring contest. Right, high scoring in this one would be like Pittsburgh twenty four, Bengals twenty. You still cover the spread. So to me, I think the Bengals are going to cover. I would take those points if it's still at six. We'll see what it's at later in the week. We'll we'll visit it back again on Thursday. Visit some lines, some games that I like. Man, I I hit on some this week. I hit on a couple games, and I like my, the third team of the the three team parlay or the the fourth team of my four team parlay. That's where it folded. And I'm like, oh, I was surprised Cleveland played as bad as they did. By the way, I think Hugh Jackson is uh. In trouble there in Cleveland. And he's my guy. But I, I think Hugh Jackson's in, in trouble. Thank you for tuning in to the Locked on Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. That was a 10 seconds on uh, your uh, Cleveland Browns that aren't yours, but uh, I'll call them yours anyway. Um, Sam Munson, Pro Football Focus, was on ESPN 1530 last week. And one thing was interesting. Before before Carl Lawson had that two-and-a-half sack game, which should have been three-and-a-half, but one was negated because of a penalty, two-and-a-half sack game against Green Bay. He was one of the best pass rushers in the entire NFL, according to Pro Football Focus, with the pressure he'd been putting on opposing quarterbacks, but hadn't had a tackle, yet alone a sack or a tackle for loss. He hadn't had a tackle yet going into week three against Green Bay. Here's Sam Munson on not only what Carl Lawson has done sack-wise, but just the pressure he's putting on opposing quarterbacks. The stars of the season so far, he has... 25 total pressures. He has more pressure than any other defender on the Bengals, and he's been rushing the passer less than guys like Carlos Dunlap and Geno Atkins. Um, He's got more pressure than any of those guys. In fact, he's got more pressure than all but four other players or four other edge defenders in the entire league. He's got the number two um, pass rush productivity score that we have, which is a a measure of pressure on a per-snap basis. So, yeah, he's been one of the, the studs of, of the league so far. Carl Lawson is one of those guys you're relying on him this Sunday. Ben Roethlisberger can't move as much. If he drops back, you need Lawson to be in his grill all day. Because if he is, if Ben gets pressured, he's going to make a mistake. That's what we've seen this year. Ben Roethlisberger is what they call human. Ben Roethlisberger makes mistakes. Ben Roethlisberger is a lot closer to Andy Dalton than we realized. He needs everything around him to be good. Now, Ben didn't used to be that way, but he's lost a step. So now this Ben Roethlisberger is a quarterback that needs to be elevated a bit by Le'Veon Bell and a good defense and Antonio Brown. He's not elevating guys. He used to elevate. Elevated Santonio Holmes. Elevate Plexico Burris. He would do that. Not anymore. Let's continue. Sam Munson, Pro Football Focus, was asked about Andre Smith and how he's played with the tackle rotation the past few games. Yeah, it hasn't been grading well, um, but I think you've seen over the past couple of weeks that they, they're making moves to try and mitigate the problems there. They're trying to get the ball out of Andy Dalton's hands quicker, right. um, shorten up the passing game, give those guys less work to do or make their jobs easier in terms of trying to pass protect from which is really a, a big problem in the first couple of weeks so i think it's been better since then um andre smith has done okay he's hasn't surrendered a sack hasn't surrendered a hit given up a couple of hurries uh, over you know a couple of games worth of snaps 87 total snaps since he's come in um yeah i think he's 
he's performed better than he's done over the past um, few seasons. You know, it's interesting. The, the offensive line was such a big topic, and yet we haven't talked about it much. And the reason why, it's not that they've been great, but I think Bill Lazor's found a way to scheme around it, which is what we expected from day one. And the, while the running game hasn't gotten going the way we thought, it, and the way it does need to. You heard from Bill Lazor yesterday on the running game on, today, on yesterday's podcast, if you want to go back and listen to that. But it's up to Bill, as the offensive coordinator, to scheme around the offensive line. And I think he's done a good job of that. I think Andre Smith has helped them as well. Cedric Abwehi, Jake Fisher, and Andre rotating. None of them are great or good, but they've all been competent. And if you remember in the offseason, I said the offensive line needs to be competent. They're going to have to be competent on Sunday. It's the only way. James Harrison? I don't know if T.J. Watt's playing, but T.J. Watt? Ryan Chase? That defensive front seven for the Steelers is really good. And the Bengals' offensive line, they're going to have to show up, and Bill Lazor's going to have to scheme around him because it's certainly a weakness. Well, one of the bright spots for the Bengals this season has been Darquez Denard. And I've noticed this, and if, if you listen to, m- to my recaps with Joe Goodberry, our, our weekly film reviews, he's discussed it, he's mentioned it, I've mentioned it. Darquez Denard has had a few open field tackles that have been huge for the Bengals. Sam Munson explains why Darquez Denard is one of the best in the NFL, at stopping the run at the cornerback position. Yeah, and he's become quietly something of a success story as this kind of um, inside nickel type uh, player. Whereas, you know, on the, when he's been playing before, I think he struggled a little bit more being a pure cover corner, but now they're getting him involved in the run game. They're asking him to come up and make more um, stops and be more active in that regard. And he's got. 10 defensive stops this season already, which is a tackle for an offensive failure in our system. So it's short of the sticks on third and fourth down or, you know, a short gain on first and second. And he's got 10 of those already this year. His career high up until this point was 11 a season ago. Um, And his grade is dramatically better because of that impact against the run. I think he's quietly having a really nice season. That's Sam Munson, Pro Football Focus. One more from him. He asked about Andy Dalton and how he's fared under pressure this season. Yeah, I think you know one of the keys we talked about before was getting the ball out of his hand quicker, um, and that's helping him do better, I think. Earlier in the this, in this season, it was a real struggle, and he was under so much pressure that it was difficult to get anything done. Um, once that kind of fixed itself, once they started to get the ball out of his hands quicker, he's actually been one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL under pressure. His passer rating under pressure so far this season is actually higher than it is when he's kept clean. He's got a, a pass rating of 90.7 when he's under pressure on across 57 dropbacks. And when he's not pressured, it's at only 86.5. So Dalton's actually been doing pretty well under pressure this season as long as they keep you know just enough of it off him so that it's not a completely unsustainable amount. You're listening to the Locked on Bengals podcast. That was Sam Munson, pro football focus. He had something interesting. He tweeted out just, just catching up on a former Bengal. Domitapeko's played pretty well this season for the Broncos. I don't know how, I don't know why, but Peko's having kind of a good year for, for Denver. The good thing is that the Bengals, they're having a good year along the defensive line. Like, that's one of their strengths now. Props to the Bengals. For all the, all the shit you guys talk about, John Ross, and not everybody, but people love him, people hate him, that's fine. But even if Ross doesn't pan out, Joe Mixon looks like it's going to work. Jordan Willis looks like it's going to work. Carl Lawson looks like it's going to work. Ryan Glasgow looks like it's going to work. 
I mean, I mean, you got four guys there, and I didn't mention linebacker. I didn't mention anything like that. Like they have four players out of this draft that look like they're going to be significant, have a significant role. That doesn't include the ninth overall pick, which you'd assume will have a significant role. It doesn't include Evans, who you would assume would have a significant role at some point with his athleticism. Like this team, imagine if they would have kept Jake Elliott. They would have gotten so many starters out of this draft. So I think they did well in the draft. Already, you're seeing the the fruits of their labor. You know, benefit the the Bengals are benefiting from Lawson and all these different guys. That's why they have a shot Sunday, and that's also why I highlighted it yesterday. But I, I do think John Ross has a chance has a chance to do big things. By the way, I'm going to post uh, Cincy 360. It's a podcast of today's show, noon to one. I do it with Mo every single day on ESPN 15:30, and I'm going to post that on LockedOnBengals.com. Just an embedded link. Uh, to listen to it. Check it out. Let me know what you think. A lot of Bengals talk today. We talk Bengals as far as John Ross goes, Mike Mitchell, Vontez, perfect, and more. It's like a 40-minute, it's a quick-listen podcast. I know some of you like longer podcasts. I, I've, that's the one gripe I've gotten. A pretty, it's, uh, it's been almost a common theme, especially during the offseason, that these podcasts need to be longer. If you're looking for more Bengals today, i got about 40 more minutes. I will post it on LockedOnBengals.com. You can also search my name in the iHeartRadio app, James Erpine, and it'll be there, episode 12 of Cincy 360. But, you guys, I'm excited for this week. I'll be in the locker room tomorrow, and you'll hear from Bengals players. And I just think it's a tough ask the way this team is constructed. I think it'll be close. I just I don't know if I'm feeling great about it. If I knew, and it sounds silly, but if I knew Ross was going to be out there and they were going to be able to use him the way I envision him being used, and I don't know physically if we'll be able to do it, I think that will open things up for the offense some. I, and call me crazy, and I know the, the Steelers had to guard Tyreek Hill last week, but they haven't had to guard a Tyreek Hill and an A.J. Green. And that's what Ross, he can be. He's such a speedster. Along with Croft and Mixon, etc. Just gives them an edge that they don't have right now. Speaking of Edge, you want to win a Pro Football Focus Focus Edge subscription? Go to iTunes. Give us a review on Locked on Bengals. Leave your Twitter handle. We're giving one away every single week. Pro Football Focus Pro Football Focus Edge. Easy for me to say. Check that out uh, and enter with a chance to win. Also, go to mybookie.ag. Use promo code LOBENGALS. And get up to 100% bonus on my bookie. I'll have some lines for you that I like, some games I like for you this Thursday as we get closer to the contest. As always, I'll be in the locker room on Wednesday. Tomorrow, you'll hear from players. We'll get you all set for Bengals Steelers. By the way, tell a friend about us. Locked on Bengals. LockedOnBengals.com. Subscribe on iTunes. Audioboom.com. The iHeartRadio app. This is your number one podcast. No one else is doing it like this, man. Daily? We do it daily here on Locked on Bengals. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Until tomorrow, I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild-card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team 
every day. Throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020, and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers, and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.